Hey, you did it! You made it! Welcome back to Fly Penguins Fly. This is episode 20. I am your host. I'm Jeff Taylor. A huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so I made a Penguins podcast. Go throw me a follow on Instagram, at Fly Penguins Fly. Today's date is Monday, December 6th, and tonight your Penguins are in Seattle, Washington, home of excellent coffee, heart-stopping views of Mount Rainier, the highest peak in Washington State. The Penguins will play their first ever game against the NHL's 32nd franchise, the Seattle Kraken. How about these names? Brandon Tanev, Jared McCann, Riley Sheehan, Jamie Alexiak, the big rig, all on the ice tonight in Kraken jerseys. Climate Pledge Arena, uh, the construction of that place was a sight to see if you were following with great anticipation the uh, building up to of the inception of the league's newest team, the Kraken. It was really like an, uh, an engineering feat, the way they put the new place together, supporting the roof of the old key arena where the Seattle Supersonics played. They used to follow Gary Payton, the glove, Sean Kemp, Detlef Shremp, Shremf. That was always a hard one to pronounce. I think I picked him often to do like three pointers from the corner in NBA Jam. He's heating up. Remember all that stuff? Of course you do. Sega Genesis. Probably NES is my favorite gaming system from back then, but loved... I, I never had Genesis, so that was always like, go over the friend's house and get to play NBA Jam. But, yeah, supporting the roof from... Uh, and then digging down underneath. Go look up the construction of Climate Pledge Arena. Of course, as per its name, there are uh, apparently a lot of measures taken to help make this place more eco-friendly than a lot of other major market arenas throughout the throughout the country. Very cool. I do expect that we will see Philip Grubauer in net for the Kraken this evening, who himself is an 891 save percentage on the season so far. Um, I'll throw this out there. While the Kraken have not been in their inaugural season quite the dominant force that we saw when the Golden Knights were first born, they absolutely have been spoilers, at the very least, beating... The Oilers, the night after we lost to Edmonton, as well as getting past the Panthers a week ago, the Hurricanes a couple nights before that, and the Caps back on November 21st. So that's a bit of a hot streak, though they've also dropped games to Buffalo, uh, the quite hot Detroit Red Wings, Colorado, and uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in that same stretch. Now back to the Pens. How about the win against the Canucks? We needed that. Frankly, the Canucks needed that. Sid Crosby puts one in the back of the net. Jake Gensel with the hat trick. An actual hat trick, not the almost hat trick that Edmonton had the other evening. The the not Hyman trick. Okay, moving on. Vancouver, the next day, pulls the trigger on firing head coach Travis Green. If you've been following hockey media leading up to that matchup between the Penguins and the Canucks... You knew this was coming, or something was coming. I think a lot of people thought there'd be even more done. But uh, look, if the road to the Winter Classic 2011, the TV series. All right, I'll come right back to this. There's the goal horn. It means it is time to announce tonight's starting goaltender for your Pittsburgh Penguins. 
It will be, according to first goalie off the ice in practice today, number one, Casey DeSmith, disc golf enthusiast, and at one time a very excellent and reliable backup goaltender for the Penguins, still looking for his first regular season win this season. I was getting into talking about the uh, the firing of Travis Green just a moment ago. You know, Steve Mears had it on the home TV broadcast like this. I think Gensel's third goal goes in, and Mears, he goes, boy, the Canucks are going to have to have a luxury limousine and a first-class plane ticket out of town ready for Gensel the minute this game is over, end quote. Paraphrase, just to be clear. Jerseys thrown on the ice. At least one jersey was thrown on the ice by a by a, a Canucks fan. I do not say this with any feeling of joy. While I hope to see the Penguins beat any opponent they ever play, I do not wish misery for other, you know, franchises' fan base. Okay, that's kind of bad juju the way I look at it. I also don't think of the Penguins fan base as a group who likes to see suffering in others. Uh, to say nothing of a dog taking a big stinking uh, you-know-what on the crest of the Philadelphia Flyers on the ice today. I'm just throwing that out there. That did happen. It was actually a police dog. Do or don't look that up on, I believe, Spittin' Chicklets Instagram. Again, not taking joy in that, but just pointing out when things aren't going very well. Elaine Vigneault also fired as head coach of the uh, let go as head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. That's for another podcast. But yeah, the feeling in the building, at least as far as I could tell or hear from the radio broadcast, because I was not in Vancouver for the actual game, but was just that this is it. This is the last straw. We as fans, although again, somebody who's close enough to the glass to throw their jersey on the ice, to me, is not actually the mine canary upon which we should base our, uh, well, I guess it it sort of is because the big money fans, you know, who can afford season tickets are probably where, you know, the the team gets a lot of their, their income. However, however, I don't think that that person who has the proximity to the ice there to chuck a jersey speaks for Canucks fans on the whole. Do they want to see their team do better? Yeah, but I got to believe that Canucks fans are ready for a change, but would be happy. A lot of those fans would be happy to have that jersey in their own collection because they are fans. I'm a Mets fan in baseball. And, you know, for a long time, I would go to game after game, go to the playoff games, what have you, especially through the 2006 through 2009 era. They were a hot team. But after a while, it does get heartbreaking to the point where you need to take a break. I did not throw my jersey on the field. Okay, no matter how heartbreaking a playoff loss I ever saw or regular season losses. But back to the hiring of Brucey Boudreaux, I mentioned the 2011 Road to the Winter Classic Series, Penguins versus Capitals, which is awesome if you haven't seen that. It's just killer programming that is just right there on YouTube for you to watch if you haven't ever seen it. I think it was an HBO production originally. Well, Brucey Boudreaux is featured heavily in that as the coach of the Capitals at the time. And if that's any indicator, Canucks locker room is about to see a lot of cussing. Because, boy, that guy drops the F-bomb. Well, let's just say he drops the F-bomb a lot. Here's Jake Gensel talking about his 
recent scoring success, now sitting on a 12-game scoring streak. Just the bounces are going my way, I think, right now. I think you go through stretches during this um, where you don't get these these bounces. And for me, I'm just trying to um, just trying to shoot the puck as much as I can. And, and if it goes in, it's whatnot, or if it creates rebounds. So I think for me, I'm just trying to just trying to be around the net and shoot as much as I can, and, and you never know what happens. There's Jake Gensel. So this is the first time the Penguins are going to see the Kraken, see their new rink, that whole sea of Seattle jerseys up in the stands, the epic new goal horn that they've got there. And by the way, that's a really cool story. They, they've actually got the original foghorn from a decommissioned state ferries ship named the MV Hayek. And in fact, that ship made its final voyage in 1967, same year the Penguins made their NHL debut as an expansion club. Here is Coach Sullivan describing the feeling that he's got as the Pens go into Seattle for the first time. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's no different. We'll go through a, a, a certain workflow that we, that we do in preparation for every team we play. You know, our main focus always is on our own team and trying to dictate the terms out there and trying to execute the game plan that, uh, that we think gives us the best chance for success. But having said that, we, you know, we, we do our homework as, as far as who our opponents are and what we feel that their tendencies might be and what we need to be aware of when we go into to play uh, on any given night. So these, these guys are no different. We're familiar with the players on the team. Um, but it's, it's exciting. This is a new city. It's a, there's a lot of energy around this team right now. Uh, the, the, I think the arena that they're, that they're playing in is really exciting. There's Mike Sullivan, and looking back to that Vancouver game, we saw some pretty significant line changes happen, and it worked out, right? Kapanen down to the third line, uh, Danton Heinen bumped up to the second line, and then something else really interesting, and this one hits home for me. You've heard me say it before. I'm from New Jersey. Centering the fourth line is a guy who grew up in the next town over from where I did. He's from Chatham, New Jersey. This is Drew O'Connor feeling a little more at home on the Penguins roster, speaking after the Penguins win over the Vancouver Canucks. Um, I think now I'm definitely more comfortable than I was at the start. Um, I think I feel like I'm playing a little more instinctively now. Um, there's a few situations maybe where I'm, I'm thinking a bit, but I think overall I'm, I'm playing more instinctively, yeah. There he is. It's number 10, the Garden State's own fourth-line center Drew O'Connor for tonight's game against the Seattle Kraken. You know, it's just great to see your captain put a puck in the net, right? The joy on Sid Crosby's face after the goal he scored against Vancouver is why I stay up late for West Coast hockey games. Sid Crosby. Sidney Patrick Crosby. I say it all the time. Appreciate watching Crosby play hockey. I know you do. I know that's why you're here. But boy, we are lucky, huh? To watch Sid Crosby night in and night out. I thought that he looked back on his game in Vancouver and I have a feeling that we'll just keep seeing this look of increased comfort that we've witnessed from our captain. And that is going to wrap things up for me here on today's edition of the podcast. Throw me a follow on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly and set your coffee-o-matic espresso-self-aganza caffeine dream machine for about, oh, 9.55 this evening because it is a late start again tonight with a puck drop shortly after 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. You can watch tonight's game on AT&T SN in the Pittsburgh area on Root Sports if you're near Seattle and on ESPN Plus everywhere else. One of my favorite ways to tune in is via terrestrial radio or on the web at 105.9. VXFM, enjoy 
tonight's game, and of course, he let's go, Pens! <laughs>